So the Hull Food Partnership exists uh, to look at all the issues we've got around food in Hull and work together to take a joined up approach to tackle those issues. So we've got a lot of organisations together to look at what problems we might have in Hull, things like increasing levels of food poverty, um, lack of sustainability with our food, lack of local food production, so therefore a lack of food security. Uh, we've got issues with food waste. So we're really getting lots of different types of organisations, businesses um, together to look at how, how could we transform our local food system and improve it for everybody who lives in the city. Okay, can we unpack a couple of those terms? You've talked about food poverty and food sustainability, but what exactly do we mean by these terms? By food poverty, I guess we're talking about people not being able to access um, the necessary nutritious food that they need to maintain health, really. So it could be something like a lack of ability to afford or buy food altogether, but it can also be around um, lack of nutrition and um, people having to buy very cheap uh, commercially produced food, which actually isn't that healthy. So although um, a lot of people associate food poverty with not eating at all, it can be um, people's lack of ability to buy healthy, nutritious food, and it can be linked to people not having the skills to cook um, or you know to understand how to use food at the same time because at the same time of seeing increasing levels of food poverty we're also seeing increasing levels of obesity in the city um, people accessing food but not necessarily the right food to keep them healthy. And in terms of food sustainability are you looking at that in a micro way or a much more sort of global way? I think that the the local and the global are really linked together. Sustainability is a little bit of a of, of a funny term, but I guess what we mean by it is looking at local production, um, which is um, reducing the amount of transport, and it's also um, looking at the type of production that's that's good for the land. Um, there's a lot of reports that say that maybe um, the production methods we use. Uh, to produce our food at the moment aren't going to we're not going to be able to use those in the long term because they, re they rely heavily on using a lot of chemical input uh, a lot of machinery and in the long term that isn't very good for the land. Should families and individuals individual households be looking at food sustainability at that sort of very domestic level? There's things that we can all do to look at food sustainability so it could be things something really basic like looking at the amount of food that you use and waste because a lot of amount a massive amount of food waste is is produced in our homes um could be looking at where you buy your food so asking um shops if they can supply food from from local growers because the more we create a market for the local growers the more these enterprises can can build and grow we're seeing kind of the emergence of new um food growing enterprises in the city new market gardens and we'd really like to to see a lot more of that because the other benefit to food sustainability is if if you buy locally then it also keeps the money within the local economy so it, it makes us all more prosperous. Yeah. And all of these points are in the new Whole Food Charter aren't they so tell me a little bit about the charter that's been written up. So the food charter um, is an accumulation of work that's taken place over the over the full year it's included um, businesses uh, the voluntary sector, it's included the local authority um, and it focuses around eight key points of things that we can do to improve the local food system. Tell me about your involvement with Feastable. 
I've been involved in the festival um, as one of the first people who helped to organise it. So the festival start, started um, four years ago now. This is the fourth year of it happening. Originally, it was quite a, a do-it-yourself community-style event. So at the time, I was working as a gardener in a community garden in East Hull. Uh, we had a surplus of food and we got together with volunteers. We thought it'd be really nice um, if we'd be able to kind of get together and cook cook a meal with this surplus food. We found that um, other growing projects across the city also had a surplus, so we held a meeting, uh, discussed having a town meal, uh, which we were really um, excited about. We didn't know whether it was possible because it hadn't been done before. We got together with the Time Bank, who had a kitchen project, and that collaboration kind of enabled us to feed 500 people in the centre of town um, on a very low budget, which was which was really exciting for us at the time. Now, people will hear there's a lot of noise in the background whilst we're recording this podcast. Uh, you're now based with Rooted in Hull. Tell me something about your work um, here at Rooted in Hull and how the uh, food partnership and Rooted in Hull are working together. So the food partnership um, has recently moved to Rooted in Hull, which is a move that we're really excited about. Rooted in Hull exists with the same principles that the food partnership has. So Rooted in Hull is um, an urban farm. It's a container farm based in Hull City Centre, which is taking a derelict site and turning it into um, a place that grows food and operates as a place for people to come and get education around food. It's looking at food production, food poverty, and it's looking at becoming a bit of a hub for food distribution as well, which are some of the things that, that we're looking at within the food partnership. So we see it as a, as a really good fit. Uh, the food partnership encompasses a lot of um, organisations, but we're happy to be sat within Rooted in Hull.